0: The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God for our special meditation this Christmas morning is our gospel for the day, John one to fourteen, as printed in your bulletin and already read. Dear friends of the Christ child. If I were to tell you that Jeff Bezos started Amazon in July 1994, as an internet bookstore, what does that tell you about Jeff Bezos, even if you knew nothing about him before? Simply put, it tells you that Jeff Bezos was around in July 1994 and that he existed before the founding of his company. The Bible got its start thousands of years ago, but its very first words, four in English, three in the original Hebrew, tell about the start of the world. In the beginning, God. The next words, created the heavens and the earth, are important, but the greater truth that precedes them are the first ones. In the beginning, God. Because that means that before there was a world, before there was anything, before even time existed, God was there. For him to act, he had to be there, and he was. John starts his gospel with a deliberate echo of the first words of Genesis In the beginning was the Word. What does that tell us? Again, that the Word was already in existence before there was a beginning. We point to this passage, among others, as evidence that God the Son is eternal in all the same ways that God the Father is eternal, and and God the Holy Spirit too. Last night in our Christmas Eve worship, we focused on the words of John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. John, who was a disciple of Jesus wrote a lot about God and his love and what it leads to. In fact, in his first letter, John makes the connection particularly clear. Twice, he says, God is love. Once we understand that love is not just some accidental or secondary characteristic of God's, but actually an essential attribute and part of his nature, well, then we realize that that we can add another statement of truth to those stated in the first words of Genesis and of John's Gospel. In the beginning, love. Because if God is from eternity, so is his love. Which means that it has always been there and always will be there. Our second lesson from Hebrews 1 makes clear that the Father's love for the Son, the, the radiance of God's glory, is an always thing. That is affirmed for Jesus and for us when, when at His baptism and again at His transfiguration, the Father speaks and says, This is My Son, whom I love. But from the beginning, God's works and actions have also spoken to his creation, saying, in effect, this is my world, which I love. At creation, he he fashioned a a perfect world of peace, growth, and harmony among all creatures, between our first parents, Adam and Eve, and and between them and their creator. His love filled, guided, and and brought joy to all things, And God's Son was at the center of it all. Through Him, through the Word, everything was made. And without Him, not one thing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. Sadly, that perfection did not last. Adam and Eve's appreciation of God's perfect love did not last. They thought they were reaching for a greater light of knowledge when they reached out and ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But that led only to darkness. They cursed themselves, their descendants, and all the world with their sin. But God's love for them and for His world was still there. He had not changed even though we had We saw that in last night's reading from Genesis 3. Even as Adam and Eve tried to hide from him after their sin exposed them, their creator sought them out, not to condemn them, but to restore them to fellowship with them, with him. And to do so, he made a promise that from Eve's descendants would come a savior, one who would crush Satan, and undo all the wrong that they did with their disobedience and pride. As the years passed after Eden, the Lord not only repeated that promise, but expanded on it. He gave more details about the coming Savior. He would be from Abraham's offspring, and from Israel's, and from Judah's. He would be a king in the line of David. He would be born of a virgin, born in Bethlehem in Judah. He would be a servant of the Most High who would be our substitute in taking the punishment that our sins deserved. He would also be the Lord, our righteousness. And behind all of the prophecies, through all the promises, was always love. God told His people to watch and to wait to trust Him for the salvation that was coming through their Messiah. And God was arranging all things through the world and through history, arranging it all for the birth of the Savior. Not because people had stopped sinning and showed themselves worthy of His attention, but despite their wickedness, idolatry, and repeated rebellions. He did all this. He kept on with all of this because His love for the world was greater than all their sin, and He was determined to do for them what they could not do for themselves. And finally, at Christmas, love. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life the Father sent His Son to earth because He loved sinners. The Son willingly left His glory behind and took up residence in a virgin's womb and then a humble manger because He loved us. God did not want us to die in our sins and suffer forever in hell. Instead, He wanted us to have our sins taken away forever so that we could live with Him in paradise forever. And so, in love, Jesus was born. The Lord comforting His people and redeeming them, just as was promised. He was the real light that shines on everyone. And that first Christmas night there in humble Bethlehem, He came into the world. Even though the world neither recognized nor welcomed him, though the world had been made through him, but the Word became flesh and dwelled among us, not to give us a story of a, a cute story of a baby, sheep, and shepherds, but to bring us grace and truth. And so Jesus grew up, and preached his father's message, repent of your sins and trust in the Lord for salvation. And he submitted to God's law, even though as the Son of God, he was above that law. Did that so that he could obey it perfectly in our place. And then, at the end, he submitted also to a wicked corruption of man's law, allowing himself to be taken tried and sentenced to death for the horrible crime of being who he was and not who the authorities wanted him to be. He suffered unimaginably and he was nailed to a cruel Roman cross where he bled and breathed out his last, dying the death that every sinner deserved. And because he was God, it counted Counted for every sinner all the world, and his father not only let this happen, he willed it and planned for it to happen to happen not to just some some sacrificial beast, but happen to his own son, the son he loved from the beginning, from eternity on the cross. Christ suffered hell. The horror of separation from God's loving presence leading him to cry out in, in, in incomprehensible anguish, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The Father sacrificed what was most precious all for the sake of sinners. So what do we see there on the cross and, and See, three days later in the empty tomb, at the end, love. Everything that God had promised his people, he had accomplished. Everything God had prophesied for us was fulfilled. Jesus did it all, suffered it all, won it all, because he loved the world. Our sins are forgiven. Satan has been crushed. Death has been turned from a horror into the door to heaven. And we will live forever with our Savior in the new paradise that He has prepared for us because of His grace, because His love for the world that is undeserved but is oh so necessary for us. God's love for the world, so great that He gave His only begotten Son is also, let's spell this out, is also love for you. At your beginning, love. When you came into existence in your mother's womb, God loved you. And at your new beginning, love. When He brought you into His family of faith with a rebirth in baptism through believing the gospel of Jesus and at every point since your beginning. Love. Forgiveness, not just for yesterday's sins, but today's too. The comfort of of the gospel for your troubled, guilty heart. A place with Jesus, your brother. The assurance of eternal bliss at the end of all of life's problems the confidence that that even though you suffer griefs and sorrows, pains and persecutions in this life, He has you firmly in His hand and will never let go. You are His children, born of God your Father. Because the love of God that was there before the beginning will be there until the very end and for all eternity. Not just Love for the Son, not just for the world in some general way, but for you in particular. It is a gift wrapped up in swaddling clothes and, and labeled with your name, and it can never be taken away from you. Remember the words of the Apostle Paul in Romans 8. What will separate us from the love of Christ? Will trouble, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor rulers, neither things present present nor things to come, nor powerful forces, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's the truth about the Word made flesh to dwell among us. The truth about Christmas. The truth about grace. In the beginning, right now, at the end and forever, love is always there for you, for me, from God, in Jesus Life, light, joy, and glory in the highest. These are the wonders of this celebration. But the greatest gift is this. Love. Amen. Please rise. Now may the God of hope fill you with complete joy and peace as you continue to believe, so that you overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.